it makes me nervous when you count us off like that because then it's just like full of anticipation that I have to start the fucking show. You point at me and I'm like, what am I going to fucking say? Well, you know, if you would let me open the show every now and then, then, you know, we wouldn't have to do that, but you won't let I me. I used to totally bail on you and make you open the show. <laughs> I know. Yeah, only, I'm aware. I've only tried like the last three episodes to just kind of try I'm fully aware. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to help you out, but I can go back to just fucking off over here if you want me to, because <laughs> honestly, um, that is what my skills are attuned for, to. Attuned to. to. Attuned to. I tune attuned my skills to, to uh, fucking off. Hey, guys. Oh. 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 What's oh. up? Well, Didn't hello. see you there. <laughs> Didn't see oh. you there <laughs> at all. Oh. Fancy meeting you in a place oh, like fancy no, meeting I, you in a podcast like this. At a podcast like this. Now you have to do the slow turn and it's like Well hello. <laughs> well hello. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our home. <laughs> Inside of this dumpster. This trash fire that is the haunted. Do you think park. if we got Go ahead, introduce the show. <laughs> I was going to try to, you know, introduce the show there. You can. I'm going to allow I already you. did. I'm going to allow you. Uh, that's it? Yeah. The Haunted Podcast. Yeah, um, my name's Kenny. I'm your co-host, if you didn't know. My Maybe you didn't Katie. know. I don't know. Maybe we have some new listeners. My name's Katie, and I'm your host. Oh. If you're the co-host. <laughs> nah, um, I'm just chilling over here. I show up every week. Uh, maybe not every week (laughs) (laughs) maybe not maybe sometimes things happen hey we did a fun thing the other day what we did a fun thing what was that we i don't know fun in my life (laughs) what was that we were on a live stream oh yes we were on a live stream for another podcast another motherfucker another motherfucking podcast yeah Uh it was called podcast of terror we were on it with matt stein Mm -hmm. and Corey. i don't know Corey's last name did Corey have a last name (laughs) i'm pretty sure i don't remember is Corey like prince and he's just Corey? Corey. we're just gonna call him Corey. Um, Matt yeah, and Corey. He could carry that. He he could carry that. Yeah. He could carry that ego of like one namedness. I could see it. He could do it. It was um, really fun. We talked about the movie Us, and mostly we talked about us. me opening <laughs> an ice cream porn channel. Yeah, that's true. An ice cream <laughs> porn channel. Um, we actually met Matt at the True Crime Podcast Festival, and come to find out, he actually has his own podcast. That fucking sneaky cool. bastard. He like uh-huh. rolled up and let us give him the whole sales pitch, and he's like, yeah, I'll check you out, and then just rolled on like a cool-ass <laughs> motherfucker and didn't even tell us he had a podcast. He slipped up in them DMs later and was like, hey, hey, yo, that's smart. You got to try it before you buy it. Because some of these podcasts be out here wilding. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. We are the sum yeah. of these podcasts we are. that are out here wilding. I'm, like, I'm like looking back and I'm like, yeah. Not Katie, sure why he, I'm not sure why he asked us. But we did. We did a live stream with him. Mm-hmm. His podcast is Podcast of Terror. You can find it on iTunes and Stitcher and all that good shit. Not on Spotify, though. There's a weird thing happening there. There's a beef. Like, their beef with Spotify is akin to our beef with fucking SoundCloud. Um, which goes way back to, like, the beginning of this shit. We yeah. still haven't figured it out. Yeah. Um, I've abandoned SoundCloud, actually. So, fuck off, SoundCloud. It's for, like, 
wannabe rappers, I feel like. <laughs> Probably. And like club music also. Sometimes you send really me know club what it music. Is. Nobody links. really knows what it is anyway. anyway. Um, yeah, so we had fun. We uh, talked about the movie Us and just uh, had a few drinks, uh, or at least I had some. Oh, I had, Matt, I had some had, fucking ice water. You Thank had ice you. water. Yeah. I had some ice water. Yep, you um, did. Some delicious, delicious ice water. Uh, um, it was a great time. We we did. We talked about Katie opening up a, a porn site where she... Well, it was like where you feed other people ice cream. There were a couple. Well, no, there was a couple because, see, Matt is an enterprising man. And so he... Um, there's a channel of me eating... No, there's a channel of me feeding other people ice cream. Yeah. There's a channel of me licking ice cream. Oh, yeah. Remember, because we right. were talking about those horrible fucking monsters among us who open ice cream containers and lick them and put the lids back on. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a channel of that, if you're into that. And um, I've, I vow to buy every single ice cream that I lick the top of. Um, I always have done up until this point when I'm grocery That's shopping and get a little something that I do hungry. in the grocery store, but okay. I mean, sometimes you pass that fucking Reese's peanut butter ice cream with peanut butter cups in it, and you just say, you know what? It's been a tough week here on this Tuesday, and uh, and I'm going to have this for me to have. Yeah, okay. And then you, and then you buy it like a fucking human being. I, you know what upsets me the most about it? The people licking the ice cream and then putting it back? How do you, like... How do you have that level of self-control that you licked it? You know it's good. And then you just go and put it back like that? I don't know. I don't. Uh, mm. You just going to put it back? You're not going to eat the rest of it? Like, no. damn. Like, I don't have that kind I, of self-control. I'm going to eat the whole tub. Because <laughs> that's how you I live. Just eat the, you just shove your face into the whole fucking pint and then put the pint back. <laughs> it's like a face impression of me. Yeah, no. You put the pint back, but the the pint is just completely clean. <laughs> it's empty that's and it. clean. Yeah. Yep. That's what I would do. I, I feel like I would respect that more. Yeah. Um. Than these fucking sneak attack motherfuckers who are trying to be something. Yeah. Trying to do something. Well, speaking of monsters among us, uh, don't we have some Patreon invocations to to get to? We do. <gasps> we got some motherfuckers up on Patreon making us do work. We got Shit. motherfuckers. We got motherfuckers. We got motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to end this song. Hey. <laughs> that was great. That was five star content. Awesome. Um, cool. I'm here. Yes, we I'm do. Here. We have two new Patreon members to welcome this uh-huh. week. And if you're new to the show, I realize that for a while we've been doing Patreon invocations and we haven't really been explaining like what they fucking are. So these people who are new who are listening are like, <laughs> what are they? Are they lighting a blunt? Like, what's the deal? Like, what's going on there? Who lights their blunt with a match? And to that, I would say... The old world witches, no. Yeah, the old world witches. Yeah, they're like, what uh, the fuck are they doing? Yeah, so um, as part of our, we have a Patreon, by the way. Um, yes, we do. You can you can find it at patreon.com slash the haunted heart. And if you, not the haunted heart podcast, just the haunted heart. Um, if you go there and you decide to join us at any of the membership levels, we do an invocation for you on the show. Now, the invocation sounds like us just lighting 
a match and lighting a candle. But what you do not see, the unseen, if you will, but not the unknown, is we have dressed these candles with good intentions for health, wealth, and happiness for the Patreon member that we are invoking into our ranks. So it is both a welcoming ceremony as well as an invocation of good things to come for this person who's decided to join our family and support the family, kind of like how Manson had the the women who would go out and flirty fish. <laughs> that. Flirty fish. Actually, flirty fishing was a different cult. Flirty fishing was like a... Flirty fishing was um, help me out, man. Uh, the I don't, fucking I don't, I don't know. Hang on, it's this fucking intermittent fasting. It's blowing my fucking serial killer memory. Um, not Jim Morrison. He was in the Doors. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> he fucking what? wore shades all the time. The the cool Jim Robert. No, no, <laughs> Robert Jim Roberts. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking am. Everybody is going to stop listening. No, don't look this up. We're going to get there. Everybody thinks it's Kool-Aid, but it's actually fucking Flavor-Aid. It starts with a J. It starts with a goddamn... Hang on. I'm going to get it. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. God damn it. I feel like it took me so long to get there. We really did not look that up, y'all. We didn't look it up. I I did make it there. I'm I'm doing this fasting thing. I'm just clearing out some brain cells. Just hang in there with me. Um... So, the invocation is where we take our dressed candles and we light them for the people we are welcoming to our family. And we send our goodwill, we send our good wishes, we send our good chaos magic their way. And we hope that it brings them pleasures. Pleasures untold. Pleasures. (laughs) Pleasures untold. So, without further ado, after a very much ado, uh, I am going to welcome... Sabrina T to our haunted heart harem. And I am invoking Claire P, who is a member of our fabulous Stay Spooky Squad. Squad? Squad goals! All right, ladies, your candles are lit. They will be beside us throughout the entirety of this episode, but they will, of course, burn forever in our dark, dark, cold, wet, hungry hearts. <laughs> I was trying to think of another one. There's actually a song from, um, I'm not sure if it was the 90s or the 80s. It might have been early 90s, but there's a song by Patrick Swayze called Hungry Heart. Mm, yeah. Everybody's got a hungry heart. That's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Isn't it? Hungry Eyes. Know. Hungry Eyes hungry was Patrick Swayze. Hungry Eyes. eyes. Hungry. I feel the magic between you and I. 
<laughs> oh my god i fucking love that song that just came right back to me i'm gonna put that on and so twirl in my scarf later <laughs> it's taking no us. we're not it's talking about music us. this week but um, we are talking about being hungry yeah. girl you hey. said so you're on a fast right i am yeah so you are abstaining from eating just all food <laughs> i all thought you were food. gonna list things but i'm like no it's just all it's just everything from eating food yeah in general so that has yeah. to make one quite ravenous at times it does i could eat a horse or a fucking human being we're talking about zombies <laughs> <laughs> i love that that was that uh that was a smooth transition it was that one was... might even say i planned it <laughs> i didn't no, it just came of out not. of me uh no they've been waiting for this I feel have like people. Though? I have feel they? like I feel like people have been waiting for us to give the 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 down low, to give them the nasty on zombies. Maybe. And I'm here to do just that. Every the whole commu- haunted heart community is like, who said that? Yeah. That what, what? What? Were we? Who was that? <laughs> Literally, no one. I fucking love <laughs> zombies. I love zombies. You love zombies. Everybody loves zombies. I like zombies in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so like as part of a balanced diet, like when's the deal? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, in your um, or on the horror in the horror pyramid, you know, zombies are a part of uh, of of that. So you have to respect them, but it you have to take a look at uh, pop culture. So when things become saturated uh it you know i i need some space sometimes i got you yeah the early 2000s i feel like were a a pretty early to mid 2000s was like super hella like zombie heavy like you had all those like because Shaun of the dead was like which is a great film um that was like mid 2000s right uh, I'm probably, I feel like it was. I wasn't a big, um... Shaun of the Dead fan? No, not Shaun of the Dead. And honestly, like, not a huge zombie film fan Yeah, I think general. I maybe like zombies more, more than you. Just yeah. don't want to fight about it, but uh, maybe. <laughs> no, I... Like zombies I, more than you do. The thing is that, like, I, I do agree with you that there is a saturation point and there is a point at which we kind of like latch onto something so much. I mean, you've got like the walking dead and like all this stuff that's like, which const- honestly, constant just, zombie barrage. Can I just say the walking dead is literally like an exact, like it is a zombie at this point. Yeah, like it is. I'm like, it has can become you just what fucking it is about. Shoot it in the head. Yeah. And like, it is an exact representation of its, of its name right now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah so over the wall. I mean, I know dead. people who still watch and they're like, you know, I mean, you kind of, it's kind of like the wife that you fuck after like 30 years. After what? Like, like, <laughs> it's the wife that you fuck after like 30 years and you're just like, I you, just got to get this done. You know, I'm here. I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> and you, you can't let it go, but you got to just... And it used to be so great, too. Yeah, like, the first was, season of that was fucking bomb. Yeah, I think I watched, like, maybe the first, like, four seasons, like, religiously. So I watched the premiere. 
I watched the premiere live, actually, by, completely by accident in college. Um, I was just dicking around uh, and had Literally, shut myself she had in. Literally, dick in her hand. No, <laughs> no, there were no dicks present. Um, I had shut my my roommate and I had shut ourselves into like her bedroom, I think, and we were literally just like doing this thing where we were going to spend all day in the bedroom, like just literally watching TV or reading books or doing whatever. We weren't going to go outside and engage with the world. Um, oh, what's changed? <laughs> not a lot. Um, so now I have to go outside and engage with the fucking world because I have to be part of a capitalist society. That's true. Um, and yeah. what I would like to do is close myself off in my bedroom and listen to fucking Tangerine Dream all yeah, day. And, um, and I do that only, I only do it like once every three weeks now. So <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I happen to drop in on the like premiere the live premiere of walking dead and it was fucking awesome and i watched it for like a couple seasons and then it just kind of it, it just started deteriorating the thing about a show like that that's predicated on the end of the world is like where are we gonna go like <laughs> it's just sad you know well like that it, show just made me all sad it didn't make me sad it just got repetitive yeah. Like each season there was like the same thing. This formula. is gonna solve the the apocalypse. Well, and then you find out that it's actually a sad lie. And then you're sad. It's just the same formula, kind of like over and over again. And I'm like, Yeah. All right, I'm kinda done with this. Like, here's this new new safe place we're gonna go. Oh, guess what? There's something incredibly Oh, it's not wrong safe. It. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, nothing's safe. Yeah. Let's go to this other place. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm I at a certain point, Norman Reedus's hotness can only like carry it so far i, I you know? i'm gonna be real with you i never found norman reedus uh well attractive you know i'm sorry norman reedus if you're listening to this um i don't feel like you have that thing in you that's like you just want a nasty like greasy mean ass questionably moral <laughs> man to just beat the box up like mike in the words of jay-z uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't know he norman reedus has a thing he rides a bike it's it's cool I, I get it i get it ladies he holds black cats it's cute it's like a pussy comment it's fine uh-huh anyway yeah so that like so when we started seeing a lot of that going on um i don't know it, it i have a few like i have a few films like zombie films that i really like like I love um, Dawn of the Dead is great, um, and I have a couple of shows that uh, I did like. So, like, I was into the first season of the uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, but that was another one that started off like so good, and Which then is why it I just said the first fuck. Yeah, season two just like halfway through, I I really started struggling, and then season three, oh god. Yeah, Another hot man, um, though, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, God. Mm. Wait, who? It's Timothy Oliphant. He plays Joel. He plays the husband. Oh, that yeah, man yeah, is yeah, fine yeah, as yeah. fuck. Yep. I would eat that man up in fine a day. Fuck. Yeah, he's really hot. Um, but even he couldn't save that because it was just like, whew, wow. Yeah. Also, um, yikes. Let's see, what's another film that I really like? Oh, Zombieland. I love Zombieland. Zombieland is fucking amazing. Woody Harrelson is amazing. We have the sequel coming up soon. Uh, which I am excited for. I'm going to be there, tits out, ready to go. Woody <laughs> tits Harrelson. Out, literally. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for you. You are a lonely, lonely man 
who is very broken, and I'm here for you. He's actually <laughs> quite happy, I bet, in his life. I think my my ultimate zombie movie is um, The Last Man on Earth, the Vincent Price film. And that is zombie mm. slash vampires. So, oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's it, it can kind of, like, it kind of straddles both. Yeah. Um, but it definitely has a zombie vibe in the in the sense that it's from 1964, and it has that feeling of complete isolation. Mm-hmm. And he's like able to go out like during the day and kind of like forage for whatever he can find. But at night, these like undead vampiric creatures um, that can't be in sunlight, like come to his house and they stand outside his house and his wife is one of them. And he, you know, um, it's the story. It's one of the retellings of, um, help me out. Uh, it's a Richard, uh, I am legend. It's a retelling of the novel. I am legend. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, it, it has kind of one foot in zombies and one foot in vampires, but it has that feeling of, it perfectly captures that feeling of complete isolation. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is what scares me the most about zombies. Like, to live, you're living in the world that you used to live in when things were normal. Like, you're living in the world that you lived in with your family, with your children, with your spouse, with your significant other, with your parents. But... All of those people have been kind of stripped away from you, and now you face just the overwhelming threat of your own demise at the hands of shells of people. That's the yes. thing that makes zombies scary: is that it is it was a person with dreams and goals and a soul and uh-huh. life, yep. and now what you're looking at is a shell of a person. And it's just kind of like dragging itself along, essentially. Yeah, like this you know. podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, I I didn't want to go um and not and um, yeah. I, <laughs> I have zombie brain. Ooh. I didn't want to not mention uh, another favorite film of mine because I feel like I would just be doing it wrong. Um, my boyfriend's back. Do you remember that movie? My boyfriend's back. Yes, not off the top I of my head. I think it was. Um, it's an '80s movie, if I'm not mistaken. Um, my my boyfriend's, boyfriend's back. back. Yes, hold on. I've got to look. Hold on. Um, why am I pulling up the fucking song from the fucking Angels? Yeah, I did the same thing, <laughs> and then it came up. It was 1993. My boyfriend's oh, back, shit. an okay. American romantic zombie comedy film. Yes, my boy, 1993. Okay, who was that? I'm trying to think of the actor. Who is that? I don't know. Doesn't look like any names that I know. I don't think I've seen this. You would really love this movie. So, okay. I'm going to have to watch this. You would really love this movie. So this movie is... Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Matthew McConaughey, and Matthew Fox are in small roles. Yep. Yep. That's cool. So this is about this like nerdy kid or whatever, and he um, kind of has a crush on this girl in high school, but she's like kind of like the popular girl or whatever. She's really sweet, really nice, um, but and she works at this convenience store. So he was going to um, ask her out or whatever, but anyway, it he gets um, 
the convenience store gets robbed mm-hmm. and while he is there and he gets shot. Mm. And he dies, but he comes back as a zombie, essentially. And it's he's sort of like the movie's like him trying to like get his second chance, like um, but he slowly is starting to deteriorate. Mm. Um and it's just a really good film. So you know, that's like the level about, of commitment I need in a yeah, partner, no, though. It's like, like him, I want you to come the fuck back <laughs> and be like, nah, girl. Yeah. It's about him just trying to, like, win the love of his life while he's slowly falling apart. Interesting. You um, know what? We can all relate. <laughs> it's an amazing movie. So I couldn't go without, like, talking that's about That's cool. No, I'm going to have to watch that. Um, we, maybe we should watch that. Um how do you feel about warm bodies? At a certain point, we're going to get into talking about actual zombies, but I got to talk about like warm bodies. Cultural shit first. Ah, uh, nah, not into it. You didn't like it? No, I didn't like it. I need to rewatch it because when I watched it the first time, I was like, mm, like I, I mean, I had all the same feels of like, uh, it was 2013, so honestly, that was a little bit late for the zombie train. Mm-hmm. It had already left the station. Yeah. So I would consider it the big red bloody caboose. Um, however, when I watched it, it was like, eh, there were some cringeworthy moments, but then some of it was good. Like I kind of liked it and I'm not sure if it's just because I'm passionately sexually attracted to Nicholas Holt or like, or what, but I kind of, I, I, I had somewhat warm feelings for that film. Nah, it didn't really do a whole lot for me. Um, I just don't care for, it was like, I don't know. It was just, a parody. Uh, I don't know. I just it didn't do it didn't do a lot for me. Yeah. But you know you can't um, also go without talking about Resident Evil. That's like huge, like huge, hmm. huge, huge zombie franchise, which is another film franchise where I'm like, okay, the first two really liked. Yeah. Um, and then just got like, bleh. And I even played the fucking PlayStation games, uh, the fucking original. Those Resident games were scary as fuck. They still are scary as fuck. The jump scares in those things are like primo. Uh huh. Um, they're they're still really scary. But I agree with you. The storyline kind of meh, yeah. nah, 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 peters out. Um, but I think the problem is that when you get into like when you're dealing with a franchise, so you have like several films in a row at a certain point i think people feel the need to explain why the zombies exist like why they're there and once you get into like that i feel like it just gets so sticky and you and you kind of remove part of what makes it scary mm-hmm. because part of what makes zombie scary to me is like that sudden shift of like everything was normal i was living in this house everything was fine and now i'm like living in like I'm I'm living through the apocalypse you know everybody who I know and love has been turned into a monster and they you know one of the most impactful sorry to go back to it but one of the most impactful things about the last man on earth from 1964 is the zombies would come back like I think his wife who was like a zombie vampire or whatever would come back and stand in front of like her house so there's something there right the body kind of like has its own like muscle memory and stuff. Mm. There's something there that's bringing her back to that specific place as opposed to another place. Yeah. But like, and I think Walking Dead um, maybe took that from that movie because there's uh, Morgan 
I think his name was Morgan, the crazy dude. Um, he, I think his wife would come back and stand in front of his fucking house. Like it was, I think they, um, they ripped well, that off. Well, even there, in the but. first episode, because like with the very first zombie you see, the little girl, she yeah. goes and she picks up her teddy bear. Yeah. Like, yeah. So in the very first scene, like you even see that. So it, um, there's some sort of ghost of a, there's some sort of ghost of the person who's still sort of around, but not really around. And so right. that's what, that, that kind of is what the shift over from person to other, um, that kind of makes us uncomfortable. And then there's also a concept of, as human beings, evolutionarily, we like to put labels on things. Mm. We like something to be dead or alive. Yeah. Right? And if you're dead... Then you're buried, you're in the ground, you don't move, you don't walk around, you don't talk, you don't make sound, you mm-hmm. certainly don't try to eat other people. But zombies kind of exist, and a lot of monsters that we're scared of kind of exist in this gray space of, you know, it's not, it, it's, in theory, it's dead, right? But it's walking around, moving, and still being a threat and whatever, so we call it the undead. But even that label is not even necessarily appropriate and yeah. so the 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 ambiguity about it is what makes it so scary for us yeah i think it just depends on the it depends on the world or the story that you're going with with zombies i think with like the walking dead i think that depending on how far you or how long you have been dead um, I think obviously if you're thinking about it scientifically, like, I mean, this could be false. I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist, but I would imagine that, <laughs> you're not? you know, if you have that spark that's lighting the brain to be active again, that there could be some residual like information being sent over that makes things like, you know, the girl to pick up the teddy bear or, um, you know, the wife to go stand in front of the mm-hmm. house or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and, but I would imagine that as you progress and you decompose, that starts to slip away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I had mentioned this uh, on the podcast before, but uh, a few years ago, I had actually... Uh, or entered in I entered into a contest uh, for The Walking Dead and won um, where and now I, you're shitting on them yeah. <laughs> you're like fuck you send your prize back uh, bitch I won a signed copy um, of uh, one of the um, comic books the first compendium the big thick version uh, and it was signed by Robert Kirkman which was really cool uh, and I got some swag and all of that stuff, but it was one of the things that's like, what is your favorite character? Like, what's your favorite character? Explain to us, write it, whatever. And one of my favorite it- characters was actually uh, in the first episode. It was the zombie that you that one that Rick sees. It was by the bike, and it was like a female zombie, and she was kind of like crawling, half like it was her torso, and she was crawling by the yeah. bike. Yeah. Um. And I'd always just been so, like, intrigued by what you had mentioned earlier. Like, this is terrifying because this used to be a person with thoughts, with feelings. You know, it used mm-hmm. it's someone's, um, you know, this could be anyone. And it is just so jarring to think, like, how you can go from one, from being, like, a, a human being to being just this fucking 
monster essentially um and once we got because i think they did a web series and it gave some backstory on that particular zombie and i ended up winning so that was cool (laughs) (laughs) humble brag it's fine that was cool Um, i still keep the signed copy on my bookshelf (laughs) but you're gonna shit on his work (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no i think and we we also as humans have a big um we fear death we don't want to die we don't want to do that and yeah. so to see death personified and walking around and coming after you right instead of being something that we can kind of put away into a box and not think about while we live our daily lives while we pick up milk from the store hmm. um with zombies it, it is death coming for you and it is very physical and it is very gritty and it is very you know decomposition like you know it's very it's very visual um and i think that's probably a big element too that scares us um so lots of different cultures have zombie lore uh the word zombie is related to the african word zombie which has an n in front of it Sounds like I just said zombie twice, but there's a silent N. A silent N. <laughs> and it's there's spelled a sex differently. There's joke in there somewhere. I'm going to leave it up to our uh, wonderful listeners to figure out what that is. You can email us at thehauntedheartpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. So the word zombie um, comes from the African word zombie, which means God. Um, the Great Serpent, a.k.a. Le Grand Zombie was the father of all um, the other gods, and he appeared in the shape of a python. Now, modern conceptions of zombies originally began with the voodoo religion in the West African Yoruba tribe. And then it traveled with enslaved people, captured people, uh, across the ocean to the Caribbean island of Haiti. It traveled to lots of other places as well. Um, Haiti gets a lot of focus because they have kind of been um, Haitian zombies are the ones that you always hear talked about. But Mm -hmm. voodoo is everywhere, um, especially through the American South, obviously, because there's a huge tradition there with, you know, um, really clever, captured people who were then enslaved by other people who carried their religions over with them and kind of wove, wove, wove them in, wove them in. in? Wove seems weird, but wove them in. So you had, you know, you had people who were enslaved who were, um, you know, one of the stipulations in a lot of the American South was, you know, you have to convert to Christianity. And as you are um, basically, enslaved and loaded on this ship you convert to christianity or whatever um they didn't fucking know what christianity was and the people who were converting them supposedly to christianity weren't there to fucking explain it um they just kind of like anointed and then moved on um but these very 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 capable and very um intelligent people said okay you know this dude says that i have to believe such and such and i'm gonna you know believe in jesus christ and be a fucking catholic whatever that means what i'm actually gonna do is take my religion that i practice that my ancestors have practiced and i'm gonna marry it with christianity and i'm gonna carry those traditions in and kind of sort of create a new thing 
the intention wasn't to create a new thing. The intention was to continue practicing their religion um, under um, oppression, basically. Yeah. Um, but what ended up happening is that you get these religions like voodoo, you get these religions like candomblé, um, where it kind of is a blend. And that's what we see in Haiti with the tradition of the zombie. Yes. Um, but although that's kind of where our modern conception of zombies comes from, you know, we did a, an episode on voodoo and we talked a lot about voodoo zombies. Yes. Um, so you can listen to that. Go right on back. It's a ways back. I think that was episode I don't like know. four? Three or four, something like yeah. that. It was it was definitely early. Yeah. So go on back. We're sorry about the fucking sound quality. Um deal with it or don't yeah. listen to it. Like <laughs> just listen to us now when we have like money for things like mics. Um <laughs> some money for Do things we like mics. Um so the although Haitian voodoo zombies are a big you know, focal point for us in the modern world, stories of the dead being brought back to life are thousands and thousands of years old. Uh, for example, 5,000 years ago in the Middle Eastern tale, The Epic of Gilgamesh, which you might remember from Mesopotamia, um, an angry goddess threatened to bring the dead back to eat the living. Um, uh, yeah, let's not, let's not anger this, this entity here. She mad, y'all. She's big mad. <laughs> Maybe she was fasting too. <laughs> um, zombies in Chinese myth are called the the Quang Shi, which roughly translates to the hopping cor- corpse. The hopping corpse? The hopping that corpse. That sounds like a really great like dive bar. It sounds, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like the cha-cha slide for Halloween. <laughs> the hopping corpse. Oh, okay. I see it. Huh. I still to the front now, <laughs> to the back now, y'all. <laughs> uh, and everybody's just kind of flailing. I want to see it. Make it happen. Somebody um, choreograph that no, shit. Yeah, I, I, I still see it as a bar. Yeah. The hopping, <laughs> the hopping corpse. The hopping corpse. I'm into that. I can see it. All right. Well, I'm gonna go do that now. Can <laughs> you finish this episode on your own? Y'all have a good day. <laughs> So uh, the hopping corpse, or the Quang Shi, as they were called, had human bodies, but they did not have independent thought or free will. And in some Chinese myths, these hopping corpses are dead people who die far from home and must walk back to their home villages before they can rest in peace. So it's like the journey home that's motivating them to come back. Okay. In Scandinavian stories, zombies are called the dragir. And according to legend, the Dragir were fierce warriors, but after they died, they were not content to lie in their grave. Instead, they came back to attack the living. And that is just the most fucking Scandinavian thing I've ever fucking heard. Like, that just sounds like a Viking. Like, yeah. I'm, too much of a, I'm too much of a manly man for fucking death. Like, let me just wage war as an undead fucking scary ass. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly to kill a Dragir, one had to cut off its head, burn its body, and scatter its ashes out to sea. Um, the Germans have a version of the zombie called the Nachzerir. 
Are you okay? I feel like you just hocked up something really <laughs> nasty. The Nachzirur. Nachzirur. Uh, has two common translations. Um, one is night waster, and the other oh, one, yeah. right? Like night waster. Yeah, that's fucking, add some numbers to that, and you've got a fucking Reddit username. Fuck yeah, night waster 69. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Night waster 997. I'm about to pwn everybody on this message board. Okay. Nobody says pwn anymore. Nobody. Nobody says that anymore. Literally nobody. Ooh, I'm old. Um, the other translation is called night eater, which is just kind of like now that me like when I'm porn. dieting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it like it me night. when I wake up in the middle of the night and like drag myself to the fridge and I'm like, mm, I'm going to eat When I come downstairs and it's just you and you're topless with your fucking tits out and you're just... Ready. I'm like, what's that noise? And I'm like rubbing my eyes because I can't see. And it's just the silhouette of some fucking ravenous beast in the fucking light of the fridge. And it's, all you hear in the background is just. <laughs> <laughs> Always. And I'm like, Katie. <laughs> and you just look no. up like. <gasps> it is not your time. <laughs> Night eater. <laughs> so uh, the, the Night Eater Actually, or the night, I'm sorry, I have to call it the night waster. The night eater is just taking me, it's too real, you guys. Night waster. It's too fucking real. Night (laughs) waster. I feel like that's what that needs. A theme song? Yes. (laughs) So apparently the night waster has traits of both zombies and vampires. Um, When a night waster is first reanimated, it gnaws on parts of its own body and then it seeks other victims to feed upon. Well, so it's actually it's- a self-cannibalizing motherfucker. <laughs> Auto-cannibalization. We love that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we have a whole cult about Eat that. your own self out. <laughs> <laughs> Be an independent woman who don't need no man. <laughs> Real feminists eat themselves out. <laughs> Honey, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past anybody. I mean... I, I'm. Mm. That was that whole thing with Marilyn Manson, though. You remember that? Oh yeah, that's that, where that, he told that reporter that he had a rib removed so he could suck his such own a dick. Fucking troll. Um, but no, people <laughs> can actually. There are people that can do that. Oh, uh, it's a thing. Mm. It's um, it's a fetish. Really? Auto fellatio. Really? Yeah, it's a thing. Some men can do it. Ain't no fucking everybody. way. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, but I'm not going. I'm the, not going to get it, down there. It happens. I've. I can't. I can't reach. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to compromise myself right I now. I feel like we're too fat for that. No, yeah, no. It's definitely the the men that can do this are, are definitely really lean, limber, uh, and usually very well endowed. Hmm. I don't know if I would like morally. I don't know, but I guess it's not really any different than like any other way to masturbate. I don't know. If I could do it, I totally would. I don't think I would, man. I don't know. I'd be like, mm, this is sad. Like, you know, I feel like I get bummed out by myself. <laughs> I'd be like, this is sad. I'm a sad person. Nah. I'm lonely. Well, uh, all um, right, now. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. So my last zombie from around the world uh, is called a revenant. God damn it. Again. 
I want to see, you know what I want to see? I want to see Revenant versus Nightwaster. Revenant versus Nightwaster. Nightwaster. Are those our new, like, nicknames? <laughs> are those our zombie nicknames? <laughs> I want to be Revenant. I'm calling Revenant. I, I'm calling Nightwaster. Fuck yeah. All right. There we go. Revenant just sounds like you about to fuck End everybody up. You about to fuck every motherfucker up. Revenant sounds like you're, like here to actually like the apocalypse has already happened mm-hmm. right you're but, here and to clean you're up the here to like shut it the fuck down yeah, yeah. but not in a good way yeah no. revenant sounds like he hurt you <laughs> <laughs> that's what it yeah it just sounds like he hurt you real bad yeah babe yeah um and now everybody's gonna pay for it yeah mm-hmm. Everybody's picking up the tap. So revenant comes from the French term revenir, meaning one who returns. Hmm. Yes. So it's a very popular zombie-like creature in France. France? Uh, Like zombies, they begin to suffer decomposition and smell like a rotting body once they come back Hmm. to life. However, unlike modern zombies, their teeth, after death and then reanimation their teeth begin to grow into terribly crooked and jagged protrusions and also unlike zombies they do not eat people or drink blood so i'm not really sure what those teeth are for what do they do um maybe for consuming are they are they i don't know organic farm-raised like chickens i don't know are they plant-based zombies like I don't know, crooked and jagged protrusions. I guess it doesn't say, like, sharp, but I feel like they're sharp. I feel like the teeth are sharp. But it seems like, why would you make the teeth sharp if they're not going to eat people? Right. Interesting. I don't know. It's very cool. They look very scary. They're very, like, fucking... Scary? They're very, like, alarming. Okay. I don't know. I'm not, I mean, they sure look like they could eat a person. So... All right, well. You decide, I guess. (laughs) So we're just going to look intimidating, but we're actually not going to do anything. Yeah. I I guess. I don't know. We're just here to scare the children. Yeah. Into doing their chores. Doing French things. Eating escargot. Jacques, you better finish your baguette. Wearing fucking striped shirts. Who knows? This is a... Listen, people of France. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think France listens to this show. I feel like France is too classy for this show. Clashy? Class, classy. But classy. you see, I had to insult, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> France is like, fuck you. You're clashy, bitch. And I, I am. You. And I accept that, France. Fran. <laughs> I did say this. The, this uh, it was just soft. Uh, okay. Anyway. Why don't you educate us on some fucking zombies? <laughs> I don't know shit about, How about zombies. How about? So I I didn't know shit about zombies. So I um, <laughs> went to the, the Center for Disease Control, actually. Ah, the CDC. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. they did that in Walking Dead. They they did go there. Yeah, they did. Didn't work out. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't have it anymore, I don't think. But the Center of Disease Control actually... Um, did like a whole zombie preparedness website is it still active i don't know no i didn't research this portion of the show (laughs) it's not because when you click on the link um the link for 
uh, the zombie preparedness website, it actually takes you to um, what I can only imagine to be um, a postcard picture of Florida uh, with the words over it that say, uh, good as gold, prep your health tips for all seasons. Interesting. Uh, health tip number one, don't do meth. Uh, also, stay away from bath salts. Yeah, so apparently that doesn't exist anymore, so um, I'm fucked out of my second. <laughs> Get fucked. No, 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 no. I fully did not. I just wanted to click that link and see if it was still active. Um, no, so actually, but... Also, but actually, no, for real. Speaking of news. What um, <laughs> What the fuck? Are you having a stroke? No. No. No, but actually, but for real. But listen, bitch. Speaking of news, did you know um, that earlier in, I think it was like in February, did you hear about the, the zombie deers? I feel like I did sort of like hear something about this. Yeah. It was like adjacent to this. Like, <laughs> to, to it was what? adjacent to me living my life. Like, I definitely oh. did hear something about a zombie deer, and I was like, mm. Yeah. So, back in February, zombie deer disease was on the rise. Interesting. Is that like Mad Cow, but like dead? I, uh, I, well, we'll find out. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> All of us together in this moment. Uh, well, in February, apparently it was on the rise, so I'm glad we, I mean, I'm okay now. Um, uh, but it was actually the name of the illness, um, that was the fake name that they give, you know, things, because the real names are, like, super hard to pronounce. Um, it was actually some sort of, like, really weird, like, chronic, it's, like, chronic wasting disease is what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> i have a couple of feels about that one is a teenage skateboarder or maybe actually a middle-aged skateboarder who pulls off like the most basic of fucking tricks like an ollie yeah and is like chronic wasting disease to his friends i feel like that's definitely a garage band yeah name. yeah for sure Ladies chronic and gentlemen, welcome to the disease. stage. Chronic wasting disease. Yeah. And also then, like in a realer place, um, it's a little bit um, the way I live my life. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there's also that. Yeah. Um, so this disease could apparently impact, impact humans, but mostly it's just animals like deer. So fuck you, deer. Um, aren't humans animals though i just want point of contention animals like deer it's mostly deer how elk, dissimilar do you have moose. to be from a deer to be immune <laughs> like i just need <laughs> some details because <laughs> humans are definitely animals well listen i'm just here to tell you that cwd is a progressive fatal disease <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to your mom the sick ass <laughs> skateboard i don't know Hold on, listen, I gotta get my best, like, TV voice on. It's a progressive, fatal disease that can cause strange behavior in animals. Uh, it's a prion disease. I don't know what that means exactly, but it involves uh, proteins called prions. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> you know what, my medical school background has prepared me for this, actually. 
So, but if these prions become abnormal or clump in the brain, they can trigger other problematic changes in proteins in the body, mm. leading to things like brain damage. And these prion proteins change in harmful ways is really not quite yet understood by our science folk. Yeah, I got it's it though. Related. Your brain get too chunky. Yeah, your brain gets. That's a what it says. Your brain get too chunky. It's a then... relative of uh, the. It is a relative of the mad cow disease, um, or which is a. Uh, let me just say my favorite scientific term: mad cow disease, also known as bovine spongiform encephalopathy. Mm-hmm. It just rolls right off the tongue. That's interesting. I thought it was going to be like angry bovine illness. No. But it leads to uh, brain damage, weight loss, and changes in behavior such as stumbling, a lack of coordination, listlessness, <laughs> drooling, excessive thirst, or urination, drooping ears, a lack of fear of people or aggression. I mean, it sounds like weight loss to me. Like, it sounds like a diet for sure. For fucking absolutely sure. I've had all those symptoms. A lack of fear of people. Do it. And I'll fucking, I'll fucking fight you right here in the the goddamn Panera. Like, (laughs) lack of fear of people. (laughs) No, that's just a a general topic. Because I wanted to go, so I, um... It's stuff like that's just terrifying I me. Mean, deers in general are already like fucking terrifying on the road. Um, like, oh, like when they jump out, like in front when of they deer? just fucking jump out. I of thought nowhere. you were talking about like Bambi, like deer are scary to you. I was I like, mean, oh shit, I didn't know that. But could you imagine just driving down the road and then all of a sudden that same fucking deer that comes out of nowhere is now like fucking crazy and like <laughs> fucking, ready to fight you, <laughs> fucking ready to fight your fucking ass he's like drooling from the mouth and he's got the fucking crazy eye going and he's got a little fucking twitch going and he's like come on man get out your fucking car right now fuck you, shut up <laughs> that kind of is like i don't i feel like i would react with laughter <laughs> ah. well that's just because you are disillusioned from <laughs> i have a lack of fear of people and deer <laughs> yes Interesting. So we talk about zombies, and um, I just wanted to bring a little bit of, not I, I guess realism into it, like shit that like actually happens yeah. that can oh, yeah. be considered um, zombies, and like this shit actually happens in nature. Mm-hmm. Like sh- nature is fucking scary. Well, there is actually, interestingly, on the voodoo episode that we did, I was talking about this fucking, I remember this because it was such a fail. I was trying to remember the name of this fungus that like controls these fucking um, like ants. Uh, I I had seen something with a grasshopper. Yeah, Yeah, remember that? And I was like trying to get there so hard. So I came motherfucking prepared this episode. (laughs) Uh, You, You did. You did talk about that, didn't you? Talking about zombie shit that occurs in nature, there's a parasitic fungus. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm getting ready to talk about, Katie. Okay. Well, you know what? You don't have to steal my fucking shine. Okay, let's see you pronounce the fucking name of the species, motherfucker. Get ready. I have No, you can probably mention that. I have several different things. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. 
This is real no, time. Go playing. ahead. How we fight. Talk about your fucking fungus, Katie. <laughs> it's not mine, um, but it sounds cool. So there's this species of Ophiocordyceps. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, which effectively turns ants into zombies. Yeah. A recent study found that the fungus can synchronize several different ants to bite down simultaneously on the underside of a leaf and then die. Yeah. And then the fungus sprouts through the dead ants' bodies, and it, like, literally the fungus kind of, like, drives them around. It's really weird. Mm. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It makes me feel sad. There are also things called web-slinging wasps, which, um... The females of the Costa Rican wasp lay their eggs on the abdomens of unlucky orb spiders. Yes. And after I've living off its host, yeah, for a few weeks, the wasp larva injects like this fucking zombie chemical into the spider. Yeah. Um that and makes it build a fucking web. Yeah. And like fucking controls it and it's like you're going to yeah. make this fucking web. Yeah. Um, but the web is not for the fucking spider. It's for the it's for the fucking cocoon for the fucking wasp larva. Like, yeah, to, for them to like, which they will use after killing and fucking eating the spider. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. There's also a thing called zombified cockroaches because you can't talk about the end of the world without talking about cockroaches because you know they're gonna be the last thing standing. Cockroaches and fucking Twinkies. And me. And you. And me and this And Woody podcast. Harrelson. <laughs> you and me and Woody Harrelson. You can use a Twinkie for a lot. Okay. Woody. So. Anyway. So when the female jewel wasp is ready to procreate, she's ready to fuck, she finds a cockroach to serve as a living nursery for her fucking young. Hmm. Does she, she bring like the the dude there, and then they fuck on the cockroach? Like, how does that work? She no, she yeah, that works. She finds the cockroach, right? Yeah, and then she's like, "I got us a place." Yeah, and literally, yes, <laughs> shit. Yeah, so she first injects a toxin into the roach that paralyzes its front legs, then strikes again. In the roach's head. And this venom targets a specific area of the brain responsible for initiating movement. And so with this toxin going through its body, it's literally stripped of its ability to move of its own free will. And the cockroach can be grabbed by the antenna and guided to a burrow where the wasp will lay her egg on the victim and entomb them together. And the wasp larva slowly consumes the cockroach for several days before pupating in its abdomen? What's that? I don't know. Pupating? Emerging as an adult about a month later. Oh, so it bursts from its chest. Yeah, it's a chest burster. That's what it's that is. It's a chest is. burster. Got it. Mm-hmm. Ew. And this is... All right, so I have a couple more. It's so I, much worse than the fungus on the ants. Honestly. honestly I would I would choose that <laughs> at this point. This is mind-controlling slime balls. Have you ever heard of those? I mean, I dated one once, <laughs> but if you... <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. I got, so, the, I got the zingers. Yep. So this and is... And the emotional scars. 
Okay. <laughs> you can continue. All right. I'm done. I'm past it. All right. Are we over this, Katie? Because like, past it. I, I thought okay. we had, you know, been. I thought we were okay. Yep. All right. I'm doing just fine over here. So as an adult, the Lancet liver fluke, a type of flatworm, it resides in the livers of grazing mammals such as cows. Its eggs are excreted in the host's feces, which are then eaten by snails. And after the eggs hatch inside the snail, the snail creates protective cysts around the parasites and coughs them up in balls of mucus. This seems like a fucking lot. Like, it seems like a whole lot. This seems like a fucking alien film, if you ask me. So these fluke-laden slime balls are then consumed, oh, by ants. Oh, no. When the flukes wiggle their way into an ant's brain, they cause the insect to climb to the tip of a blade of grass and sit motionless, where it's most likely to be eaten by a grazing mammal. That way, the liver fluke can complete its life cycle. It wants to die inside the cow. Yes. (laughs) God damn it. So weird. Nature is fucking scary, man. But could you imagine? So, like, if there was some, like... What does it do to the cow? I don't know. Does it just, like, die inside? I think it just dies. It's like, my mission in life is to die inside you. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Sir, get off of me right now. I have also known men like that. (laughs) Sir, get off of me right now. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta go. We can finish this round, but after this... You know what, though? It's a little romantic. That's, I would go that. I would want right, to go that so way. That's, well, Not being inside a cow. One of us is seeing a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and the other isn't. <laughs> oh. um, so, yeah. Today, no. my therapist asked my advice on, like, how like how to deal when, like, the person that you like isn't giving you attention. And I was like, you don't want my advice on that. <laughs> I was like, I Wait, shouldn't do this. your therapist was asking you that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was like reverse psychology, but oh. I was like, <laughs> I have not a good coping mechanism. Nah. <laughs> Just so, give me the attention. I think the point of this is, is that zombies are, 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 are terrifying. Um, and like I said, if there was some sort of way, like, it's weird to me. Like, I'm sort of side-eyeing, like this fucking nature shit because i'm like what if somebody like tried to get like take this fucking venom and like try to fucking mass produce this shit to fucking control people i mean it might already be happening right now we don't know we're already zombies to fucking social media and our fucking phones yeah i'm gonna say it even though i'm literally on my phone i don't care but whatever i mean honestly that's the modern day zombie. Was that like old man corner? That was old man corner. Jesus yeah. God. That was that great Uncle Kenny corner? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah, it was. Well, in more fun news, uh, maybe you can use your phone to text your friend and tell him that October 8th is World Zombie Day. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you do during World zombie, zombie Day? I guess you... Dress up like a zombie. Eat- you, you eat brain. You give head. You give head. Hey. Yay. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah. Um, the other interesting thing that I wanted to talk about, but I had no fucking segue for it. Um, I have a fact that's going to make you shit your pants. You ready? Well, you're too late for that. You ready? 
So, um, George A. Romero, who is often referred to as the father of the modern zombie. There mm-hmm. you go. We said his fucking name on the podcast about zombies. I yeah. know that you were waiting for it. Yeah. I know that you were very upset. Your asshole was puckering. I know. <laughs> George A. Romero. There you go. You can you can come now. Um, so, Romero, who is widely viewed as creating the modern zombie cinema... Mm-hmm. Um, has written and directed more zombie films than anyone in history. Yes. His first paid directing job, however, was filming Mr. Rogers' tonsillectomy for Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Boom. <laughs> what the fuck? Romero later said that this project somehow inspired him to pursue a career in horror films. So Mr. Muffucking. Big Dick Rogers inspired the fucking father of the modern fucking zombie. I'm done. Thank you. Mr. Rogers is everything. I'm fully convinced at this point. This is so random to me. I'm like, what? How have I never heard of this? First of all, why did we need to film Mr. Rogers' tonsillectomy? One. Uh... But yeah, no, it's true. Look it up. Why was he? I'm confused. Fact checks me, Wait, bitch. No, 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 no. Try no. me, what bitch. What was he filming, Mr. Ro- why, why? For Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. So there was like an episode apparently when Mr. Rogers wanted to, uh, but when I guess, explore the concept of tonsillectomies. On air. Oh, way the fuck back. I think he started in like the 60s. Uh, let's see. I watched the fucking documentary, but I cried through it. Um, well, because Night of the Living Dead was 1968, so... Yeah, but uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood started in in February of 68. Oh, wow. Yeah. So maybe it was a quick fucking turnaround. I just don't remember Mr. Rogers being that old. Yeah, he was. No, he was very old. But he took care of himself, man. Mr. Rogers I just don't remember bae. the show being that old, because I, oh, I'm yeah. thinking like... Wow. No, our fucking parents watched Mr. Rogers. Wow, that's fucking mind. Yeah, bro. My, my mind is yeah, bro. blown. So in February of 1968, Romero was fucking filming Mr. Rogers' tonsillectomy, and in October, <laughs> he was fucking... Question is, what the fuck was going creating on in Mr. Rogers' throat <laughs> that Bruh. made him want to fucking Bruh. start fucking horror? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Is Mr. Rogers a fucking, like, alien? Like, is he a fucking... Is he fucking night waster? Like, you know, if he is fucking he is, he's too good for us. He's too good for us. Is Mr. Rogers the Revenant? That's what I want to know. Potentially. Yeah. I keep thinking of that Leonardo DiCaprio movie from like two years ago. Yeah. Where he I fights the fucking I bear. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's zombies for you today, folks. That's I mean, it. That's all you that's need to know terrifying. about zombies. You, you heard... Uh, You heard George's name. We talked about it. We said the word Night of the Living Dead. Um, Didn't mention Thriller, though, until now. But there you go. There you are. Just trying to cover. We actually have a whiteboard where we're just kind of going going (laughs) through. Just listing off names. Just got to make sure we get there. I just think that just in conclusion, zombies for me just really sort of symbolize like hollow shell of yourself 
hordes of fucking motherfuckers coming to you. It's like being in a fucking ocean. It's like the same thing that scares me about zombies is what scares me about like being mm. alone in the fucking ocean. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's that like, um, yeah, that just isolation. overwhelming like sense of like you're about to be consumed, both yeah. like by the flesh and by like the fucking weight of zombies, like. Uh, and like fucking World War Z, like fucking yeah. waves of rotting fucking meat. You know it stinks. So, oh, for sure, for sure, like an umami sort of, sort of scent. Definitely a wafting, a yeah. wafter. You want to waft it. You don't yeah. want to get in there. Um, so to close out, though, I have to ask you: fast zombies or slow zombies? I knew your bitch ass was gonna do that. Fast zombies or slow zombies? Um, well, are we talking about just in, like, which ones I prefer or which ones, Which like, do you find scarier or mm, scarier? scarier, more captivating, more? Um, so I honestly, I find fast zombies more terrifying, actually. Mm-hmm. They're less realistic. Yeah. Which puts me out of it a little bit. Yeah. But... It's still terrifying because, bitch, I can't fucking run. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not about to run nowhere. You know. So I would have to say fast zombies. Plus, yeah. like, at this day and age, like, with so much, like, like we talked about, like, with zombies being very overly saturated, like, stuff like, like, fast zombies can sort of lend to comedy in a way mm. and make it. And make zombies sort of like fun and almost lighthearted and like a commentary on itself. Hmm. Um, and you know, movies like like Zombieland, you know. Yeah. So. But I don't think Zombieland zombies were fast. No, they weren't. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that like. <laughs> what. No, what I'm saying is whatever. I don't fucking. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> fucking done do you what about you bitch i know no listen i know zombie land did not have fast zombies but what i'm saying is is that zombie land is horror comedy and yeah i feel like fast zombies is can also be horror comedy <laughs> i wish that you guys could see kenny with his like used we use these really long matchsticks and he's like gesturing with his used matchstick, like uh, as though he is a conductor for the band no, of a- his like demise of I'm- his just total <laughs> mental deterioration. No, I'm that meme where like the woman is like got all those. She's looking and she's got all the math equations and like yes, yes, up, and it's like Kenny trying to figure out literally a way to, you. to make this connection. <laughs> I just have to make this work. Fuck off. Because I fucking made a zombie land reference and they're not fast zombies. Fuck off. I, no, I was trying to make a Dawn, no, so Dawn of the Dead as well as trying to think the remake with the fast zombies, got but it. Dawn of the Dead is got a it. comedy. With you. I mean But there was that fat zombie who ran and it was really funny in Dawn of the Dead. I mean, Shaun of the Dead is similar ish. And it was a comedy. It's pretty good. Yeah, but I don't like Shaun of the Dead. Here's the deal. Um we are on opposite ends of the spectrum of the zombie debate, and we have been for years. Uh, 
for the entirety of our friendship, it is a challenge because I like slow zombies. I think they are fucking terrifying. I think the minute a zombie starts moving super fast, to me, it takes me out of zombie and puts me into like superhuman motherfucker that's going to fuck me up, which is scary in its own right. But it's like, to me, it's almost less scary because like, the zombie runs super fast. The zombie will eat me super fast. And then I'm done. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. tapped out. That's it. Like, I'm not going to hang around and chill. They're really fast. They're going to consume me in like under a minute. And then I'm, and then that's it. Right? Yeah. And I may turn into one of them, but the whole process is very fast. Whereas for me, the slow zombie, the zombie that you, you, you see it coming for you. And it's like slowly kind of ambling forward as though it takes all of its effort um, to heave itself forward at you. Something about that allows more space, like more mental space around that image. And it just kind of, it's, it's, it's the same, it's, it, in some ways it's the same thing that makes Michael Myers scary. Michael Myers is not running. Yeah. He's not fast. Yeah. I mean, a fast zombie is obviously going to overtake you. You can't, like like you said, we can't fucking run. Yeah, um, not at all. But that slow sort of ambling walk, something in that echoes the truth of what makes zombies so scary, which is that in the end, it, it's not going to be superhuman, fast zombie that overtakes you. It's going to be this ambling, heaving shell of a creature mm, yeah that I, eventually you will become so tired that it'll just keep coming you know yeah. it's coming very slowly but it's not ever going to stop coming and eventually you will come stop event <laughs> <laughs> i mean eventually you're you will eventually it will overtake you just because of the mental effort of continuing to go forward you know yeah um and i think that is what is so scary to me about zombies is that is that self-reflection that you get to have in that moment with this with a slow zombie Mm. as opposed to the fast ones because those are kind of fucking badass i'm be honest with you the fast zombies your answer was so much more eloquent than mine (laughs) you know Maybe it's just because I'm a little more removed from zombies that I'm just like, just give me the fast ones. That's like fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like action. Yeah. Yeah. No, zombies are fucking absolutely terrifying. I definitely think I would be the other the other trope that I love in zombie movies and by I love, I mean, it destroys my soul is like the families who killed themselves to avoid turning into zombies. (sighs) That's me. That's definitely me. Like when you when the when the people who, when the survivors are like venturing through and trying to like figure shit out and survive and shit, and then they come upon a house where the whole like, you know, they killed their children and then killed the husband and wife killed themselves and just kind of, you know, left, yeah. peaced out. I feel like that would be me. I'd be like, bye. <laughs> not, not no, doing this. You gotta fight. Uh, I don't know. You got to fight. I would fight. You can stay here and kill yourself. Maybe. I'm going to fight. I don't know. I just couldn't. I, I I don't know. I feel like there's a few key people that if the zombies got them, I'd be like, well, hell. 
I guess I'm done. Although it would be interesting to Shaun of the Dead you and just kind of chain you up to the wall here and record the podcast still. Uh, well, again, what's changed? I, I, yeah, like I wonder how different it would be. How different would it be? Hmm. hmm. All right, guys. Well, that's our show. <laughs> well, get the fuck out. You don't have to go home, but right. you can't fucking right. stay here, right? Uh, and, um, and go. Yeah. Right. No, you can stay with us all the time via social meds because that's what we do in 2019. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. You can find us on Facebook. If you search The Haunted Heart Podcast, be sure to give our page a like. We got all y'all motherfuckers up in the Facebook group, but we ain't got no likes up on our our page and i hear you i know you saying katie you don't post on the fucking facebook page but i'm gonna sometimes <laughs> so search the you haunted art podcast on your social media <laughs> post uh post on the haunted art podcast please do please come do <laughs> um, no search the haunted art podcast on facebook and be sure to like the page and join our closed facebook group uh that's where we have all kinds of discussions about shit and things um, we also, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, have a Patreon. If you are not getting enough Haunted Heart in your life from our weekly episodes, uh, you can hop up on that Patreon page. And if you, I think it's like the $5, right? It's the Stay Spooky Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get access to all of our bonus shit. You can get access to me reading smut stories and Kenny trying to keep his shit together. Yep. You can get access to us reading scary spooky stories from childhood. Um, and all you Cannibal Cult members get a full bonus, full length, full girth, because that's what's really important. Am I right? Uh, episode every single month on the Patreon that is exclusive to Patreon people only. 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 So you can be an exclusive motherfucker. Uh-huh. If you stay hungry for that bonus content, that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's it, right? Yeah, if you have any we complaints, no more shit. you can um, uh, fucking... Suck it. I don't really You can care. go outside of your home and shout it into the wind at the top of your voice. And I promise you, we'll we'll get it. Yep, we will. We will get the message loud and clear. Oh, I had some people asking me about this um, recently. Uh, like, they saw our shirts and stuff that we took to the um, True Crime Podcast Festival mm-hmm. in Chicago. We have shirts and shit, y'all. We have merch. If you go to thehauntedheart.com, our website, you can find episodes there and stuff, but you can also find fucking merch, and a lot of it is really cool. Fucking t-shirts. I made those with my bare fucking hands. Yeah, I made him do that. I supervised. Yeah. <laughs> No, but go to thehauntedheart.com and then click on the merch tab and you can see all of our shirt designs. We have a tote bag. We have like a pin. I realize we never talk about the merch. So like all the new people are probably like, what? Pins, mugs. Hell yeah. Fucking. Everything you need. Everything. (laughs) So with that being said, guys, we will bid you adieu for this evening. And until next time. Stay spooky, zombie, 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 eh, 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 oh, 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 o